0: For health's sake, a simple chat for better health. I'm your host, Donna Karras. I'm talking with Kim Barnhart. She's a social worker at Lakeview Hospital, and we're talking about caring for elderly parents, about how to make sure they get the care and support they need. Welcome, Kim.
1: Thank you, I'm happy to be here.
0: Can you share some of the signs we might see that indicate our parents need more support at home?
1: So when the home environment is less clean or maybe organized than the individual's norm might be a sign that they might need more support. Maybe if they're not participating in social engagements the way they previously did, or if they make comments or complaints that usual activities are getting more difficult.
0: What is the best way to talk to our parents about these concerns?
1: So many elders are very private or fear if they disclose that things are not going well and that they may be persuaded to move or accept care or services they don't want, they might not be as open to having those conversations. So let them know your inquiries are coming from a place of care and love for them and that you want them to be involved in the decisions that are made. Ask them what they value do they want to stay in their home or is it becoming too difficult to manage? Ask what things they fear. Sometimes it's a loss of independence. They might fear that their money's going to run out or that they don't want to be a burden to family members. Some of those kinds of things are things to watch for.
0: What key areas should we consider when looking at their needs?
1: So for someone who has never used an assistive device for walking, watch to see are they reaching for furniture or other surfaces as they walk through their house. That might be an indication that they need a cane or a walker to help them get around. If they're not leaving home as often as they once did, that may be an indication that they need to use the toilet often and fear having accidents when they're out in public. Or if mobility is becoming an issue, people may not bathe the way they once did for fear of falling in the shower. You might also want to ask how they manage their medications. Do they take them out of the pill bottles or do they use a weekly pillbox system? Do they remember to take their medication or do they occasionally wonder if they remembered to take their medication? You might want to talk with them about groceries and other shopping needs and ask if they would like assistance with that.
0: Can someone help us assess their needs?
1: Yes. The county of their residence offers something called a Min Choices Assessment, and that can help assess care needs. It can, they can recommend resources and determine if the individual qualifies for assistance to pay for the care. There's also a resource out there called the Senior Linkage Line, and that's another great resource for connecting people to community services and housing.
0: Once we find they have specific needs, how do we meet them?
1: If family members and friends are willing to assist, a schedule can be created to define who will provide what service and when. If the individual has a faith community, they may be able to provide meals, transportation to appointments, and some faith communities have nurses who will periodically check in on their parishioners if asked. If those options aren't possible, contact the county for a men choices assessment or call the senior linkage line to get information about the resources that are available in your area.
0: How do we keep from burning out?
1: It's important to know your limits, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Once you start asking friends and colleagues if they've been through a similar situation, you'll likely find they have, and you can pick their brains for ideas and suggestions. If you work for a corporation that has an employee assistance program, that may be a good resource to find information about caregiver support and resources to maintain your own mental health and
0: well-being. Once we've started getting help for them, how do we monitor and evaluate how things are going?
1: So check in with your loved one often, ask them how they think things are going, and then be observant of changes in their usual activities and talk about your observations. And then again, reaching out to the resources that we previously talked about.
0: Well, this is a great start. Thank you for the information.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening. These podcasts are a publication of Health Partners, Amory Hospital and Clinic, Hudson Hospital and Clinic, Health Partners Clinic, Stillwater, Lakeview Hospital, and Westfields Hospital and Clinic. All are part of a nonprofit healthcare organization committed to enhancing community health.